Hey, what's good? It's your boy Jack Spade, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Talk. Hey, you know how we do. We don't play no games. We're just going to dive right into it. Yesterday, Sunday, King James signed a four-year, $154 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Woo! The Lake Show is back. Oh, and the free agency dominoes are going to continue to fall into place. Oh, man. Uh, Not surprised. I kind of saw this one coming. I figured if the Lakers could make it happen, the King would definitely become a resident of the greater Los Angeles area for the NBA season. Uh, He's a historian. He knows the game. He's a smart guy. Uh, Magic Johnson has been a fan of LeBron's since day one. Uh, he's never disrespected him, never came for the crown. He's always respected his game and the way he plays. Uh, so Magic being in a position of uh, power within the Lakers organization definitely helped land LeBron James. Uh, I know a lot of people might be wondering, hey, man, the roster doesn't look that good. Why go to L.A.? Trust me. Trust me. Right now, at this moment in time, yeah, the dominoes are falling into place, and it's looking like JaVale McGee and Lance Stevenson are on their way. Uh, There's no big-name players outside LeBron James additionally, but that's just at this moment in time. Uh, The King wouldn't go to L.A. without a pretty solid plan in place to uh, provide real help in the Western Conference as his teammates. So uh, I'm definitely not worried or concerned. Uh, I trust Magic, and I trust Rich Paul because uh, I'm sure they met with Magic and the rest of the Lakers organization to uh, to make these moves and, uh, and get LeBron exactly what he's looking for. Uh, and at this time, there's going to be a lot of what they say, Lakers, bandwagon fans, Hopping on the scene, cheering for the Lakers. And you might be saying to yourself, Jack Spade, yo, bruh, you're going to be doing the same thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, as, as I mentioned before on this podcast, I am a member of the Church of King James. I've been rocking with the King since his first televised ESPN high school basketball game. Uh, I've been a fan since day one when I first saw the kid. I've never cheered for the Cavaliers till 2003 when I was just like, this guy is insane. He's electric. He's amazing. He's talented. And at that time in 2003, I, I was all in. I pushed all my chips to the middle of the table, and I was down with the LeBron James, uh, the King movement. I was striving for greatness before it became a hashtag. (laughs) Uh, And a lot of people are loyal to their teams, and that's fantastic, man. That's awesome. Um, I grew up in the Bay Area, Tampa, Florida, and we do not have a professional basketball team. Uh, The Magic didn't come to be a professional basketball team for quite some time. Um, So I was already, my love affair with the NBA began before the Magic started their uh, their run for 
NBA supremacy. Uh, I actually grew up uh, a Lakers fan watching Magic Johnson, uh, but his games weren't on uh, regular TV as often. So I, I watched a lot of Bulls basketball and actually became a, uh, a huge Bulls fan uh, watching games with my grandmother. My grandmother was a diehard Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls fan. And down here in uh, Tampa, we actually got it on WGN. And we got to watch Bulls home games, Bulls away games. Uh, so they, they became my team, watching a lot of Bulls basketball on WGN. Uh, and I was I was rocking with the Bulls hardcore, and it was uh, I pulled for the Magic, you know they got Shaq and Penny. I'm rooting for the home team, uh, but I was rocking with the Bulls hardcore, and it was after the last three P that I started growing up and understanding the business side of of professional sports because the Bulls dynasty could have could have easily went into the 2000s, easily. Uh, but management, management stopped that. Management got in the way. Management uh, believed, was it Jerry, is it Reinsdorf or Kraus? And I could be wrong about the last name, but he believed that he was the mastermind that put those teams together for them to win those championships, not Michael and Scotty and the team actually going out there and executing and, uh, you know, and winning the games. He believed that from the executive office, he was able to make these moves, and that's what won them the championships. So he didn't want to acquiesce to, to Jordan's request, the demands, and that that killed the Bulls. That, that destroyed the dynasty. That forced Michael into... Uh, retirement again uh it had phil jackson you know looking for employment elsewhere and they had scotty pippen starting his uh post bulls career as a journeyman small forward uh and, and at that time I, I grew up and i was like man I, I can't i can't attach myself to these franchises like this uh because they just they don't get it the, the guys in the office just don't get it. Um, and I, I, I just started following my favorite players. Uh, so if that, that qualifies or qualifies me as a bandwagon fan, then so be it. But uh, I'm definitely following the king. <laughs> uh, uh, just go ahead and call me his, his little buddy. Because wherever he goes, I'm going. <laughs> And we rock into the finals every season, making something happen. Uh, now, with the, the current pickups they've made, JaVel McGee and Lance Stevenson, I think those are solid pickups. They're not, they're not amazing pickups. They're not game-changing pickups. But uh, Lance is a fierce competitor who, with the right motivation, can be a solid player. Uh, only somewhat questionable because he's only played good in Indiana. Check the resume uh, when he left the Pacers for his brief stints with other teams. Has not been the same guy. 
JaVale McGee, honestly, is probably coming off of one of his best seasons. But the Warriors used him sparingly. They, they, they didn't go to him a whole lot. And he didn't have a whole lot of pressure or, you know, nothing, not a whole lot was required of him, you know. So that, that leaves a lot to the imagination. I do believe the Lakers have a, a few tricks up their sleeves to land some other big-time players. Uh, there's still Kawhi Leonard as a, as a potential trade. Um, and I believe Boogie Cousins is still out there on the market. And that's uh, DeMarcus Cousins for those who are, you know, not down with the with Boogie. But, uh, yeah, free agency is definitely off to a big start, major splashes. I will say that I am shocked and appalled that Paul George re-signed with the OKC Thunder. Uh, wow. Uh, at, at this point in your career, you, you're chasing rings or you, you're stacking chips. And, and either way, you know, you got to do what you have to do for you and yours. Uh, but Paul George staying with the Thunder, that, to me, that seems like a real bad move. <laughs> uh, they didn't even beat the, the, the Jazz this year in the playoffs. And they're pretty much bringing back the exact same team. So, uh, I'm definitely not feeling that move. Uh, but, like I said before, at this point in your career, you're chasing rings or you're stacking chips. And uh, I definitely think Paul's stacking chips, but it doesn't make any sense because he could have stacked those chips in another city and still had a better opportunity to win a ring. Uh or at least make it deep in the playoffs. I, I don't see the Thunder coexisting unless Russell becomes a traditional point guard, meaning he brings the ball up, he's not looking for shots, he's strictly looking for assists, and he's looking to average 30 assists a game, because he probably could. With his penetration ability and the way to get to the cup and get past the first defender, he could literally average 30 assists a game if he tried. Uh, but is that really going to happen? I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see him changing his game, doing a complete overhaul. And then there's Melo, who opted in for the big money. Uh, and I, I wasn't that impressed with Melo this season as an OKC Thunder. Uh, seemed like, once again, the, the black hole was definitely in full effect. You're passing the ball, and it was getting a, a brick or a turnover he just was not a reliable score whether it was a post up on a perimeter shooter down in the block just not getting it done so that that move definitely uh strikes me as odd for paul george but like i said before you got to do what you got to do for you and yours uh, deandre jordan signing with the mavericks for one year i like that move sign for one year get the big money uh, go home, play in Texas, not a bad move. Uh, after this season, he could probably get a fat contract with the Mavericks once again, or he could potentially go wherever he wants to go. Uh, a seven-foot-one athletic big man like that uh, who can play on the block as a, as a defensive stopper, great help side defender, great lob finisher, uh, probably one of the better rebounding big man in the game. Um, I think he's, he's going to show the NBA his, his talent again 
and, and, and earn a, a bigger contract this uh well next off season. Uh, but yeah, man, definitely looking forward to the rest of the moves of the uh, NBA free agency. Today is the first start of summer league, so uh, the NBA off season is definitely in full effect, and uh, it's definitely going to be an exciting one as we wait patiently to see what the rest of the moves are. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to uh, another edition of Hoop Talk. Really appreciate it. Uh, in the near future, we will be doing a overhaul to the show, uh, but more details to come later. But I do appreciate you tuning in, and you uh, have a good one. I'm out.